Exploration has always captured our imagination. While we may marvel about plans to send people to Mars, a century ago it was an expedition led by Sir Ernest Shackleton to the unexplored continent of Antarctica that made headlines. In 1914, Ernest Shackleton set out to become the first man to cross the Antarctic continent. Every step over unknown ground I'd hoped that the fates would be kind to us, but the task was beyond our powers. Our home was being shattered under our feet. The task is to reach land with all the members of the expedition. Although the expedition was unsuccessful, a new film from the environmental scientist and explorer Tim Jarvis tells the story of Shackleton's extraordinary leadership and how he ensured his team survived the continent's dark winters, deadly ice and freezing ocean. Tim Jarvis is also the only person to have recreated that journey of Ernest Shackleton and he joins us. Welcome, Tim. Morning. This is really an incredible story of exploration and courage. Describe what Shackleton and his team were trying to do in Antarctica just over a century ago. Well, look, it is. It's been described as the greatest survival journey of all time. And and they describe it like that because essentially it was an expedition that went wrong. The original goal had been to cross Antarctica on foot from one side to the other via the South Pole, which is kind of the middle, if you like. Uh, And that had already been achieved by Scott uh, who died on the way way home, and, and the Norwegian Amundsen. But Shackleton thought he could do one better by crossing the whole continent on foot, and, of course, it all went wrong. Yeah. Paint a picture for us of Sir Ernest Henry Shackleton. He was a key figure from a period known as the heroic era of exploration. Why was he so driven to take on these massive challenges? Look, I think he was someone who loved life on the largest of stages. You know, he was, like many of us, I think, he had this innate spirit of adventure within him. And for him, it manifested itself in in, in wanting to go and test himself in these most challenging environments. He wanted to find out a bit more about himself, a bit more about what life was all about at some level. And going on these incredible adventures was... Uh, a way of achieving that. And of course, you know, he, he wasn't averse to a little bit of fame and publicity and, and that kind of thing too. He was, a, he was a big personality, but I think that's really what, what drove him, that love of the spirit of adventure. So you decided to recreate this. Uh, tell me about the way you did it. I mean, you, I know you retraced his journey through his, his diaries and then you actually went and did it. What was that like? Well, I mean, like I say, the original journey had been to cross the land and, of course, Mm. the ship sinks and the rest of the expedition is about saving themselves, which involved a 1,500k journey across the Southern Ocean in essentially a rowboat wearing cotton smocks, woolens, leather boots, eating lard and navigating using a a sextant to get an angle to a star or the sun. On the rare occasion they saw it and they crossed the ocean, reached an island where there were whaling stations, where there were people, but they arrived on the wrong side, so they then had to do this technical mountaineering exercise to reach the whaling stations, and that was fraught with danger, and they had no equipment and no climbing ability and no tent and you name it. And so we did it the same way as them, no Mars bars, no GPS, Mm. no sort of modern stuff, just suffering, suffering as they did. What was that suffering like? Well, look, I tell you what, it uh, leaves you with a whole new level of respect for those heroic era explorers, and I mm. include, of course, Mawson 
in that, you know, they were, uh, as they used to say, they were all men in those days. Um, and, you know, the, the expression back then was iron men, wooden boats. And look, I, I think anyone uh, who manages to achieve things in that kind of environment, particularly back then, um, you know, deserves our respect. Mm. I know that, that you're able to sort of look at the issue of climate change and how it's changed over the past century. What were you able to discover? Well, look, I mean, the, 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 the first thing is that climate change is very evidently real and it's very evidently sort of down to us, if you like. Um, but in the places like the Antarctic, you get to see the changes that are being caused by humans living elsewhere because you know, there isn't really a human population down there. So changes down there are caused elsewhere and they're caused where the 8 billion of us live, which is sort of back here. Um, with Shackleton's journey, you're reaching uh, a sub-Antarctic island like South Georgia and all the glaciers there are, are confined to valleys and so you can really clearly see the change, whereas Antarctica itself is twice the size of Australia. The average ice is over 2Ks thick average on a place twice the size of Australia, so it's difficult to see it. But places like South Georgia, very, very clear indeed. It's an incredible journey. Tim, thank you so much for coming on the show. Well, thank you for the opportunity, and I, I hope people come out and join us uh, 9th of March, and it's exclusive to uh, IMAX here in Melbourne. Um, come and be there on the journey with us. Tim Jarvis there. And Shackleton, The Greatest Story of Survival, opens in cinemas and IMAX Melbourne on March 9. ABCRN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.